And every time she comes, she bring a new girl with her. Multi, layers, dollar, fevers. Oh, that show, baby, well, I'm babies. Yeah. Hand up from behind like a fender. Diamonds hold the head straight on my pinky finger. Push, 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 Hello all, and I hope you're having a wonderful night. It is April 22nd, 2022, and tonight's topic, three the hard way. That's right, we're talking about threesomes and all the great things that come with it. Hello all, I hope you're having a wonderful night. Again, it is Friday and... It is a wonderful Friday. It is my anniversary this weekend. So I am, you know, having a great night. As you guys know, we always do our disclaimers on this podcast. And my first disclaimer is I do not own the rights to any music on this podcast. I also want to, uh, for a second disclaimer, I am not a life coach. I am not a psychosexual therapist. I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a sexologist. I am not a... um, sex therapist. I am not anything but a woman who is a licensed massage therapist, beauty therapist, and womb therapist. And I'm also getting into sex journalism. So with that being said, as you all know, we usually do, um, you know, start a peace moment before we get into the heavy stuff. Tonight, I actually do not have a blunt because my family is upstairs waiting for me. So I wanted to say that everyone to enjoy your peace moment for tonight because I will actually be indulging in some spirits and I actually will be mindful of the spirits as you guys know in our peace moment. This is where we smoke our blunt, we drink our drink and we, you know, if we have spirits, be mindful of the spirits, sip your wine. And, you know, we get into it like that. So for those who have the peace moment, go ahead and indulge in your peace. One of today's information is coming from The Guardian. And TheGuardian.com has an article that talks about the psychology of the threesome and everyone, but I'm sorry, the psychology of the threesome. Everyone wants one, but who's truly ready for it? Um, It says here. A threesome is the most common sexual fantasy among Americans. According to a survey of 4,175 individuals carried out by the Kinsey Institute sex researcher, Dr. Justin LaMiller, for his book, Tell Me What You Want, one of the highly diverse samples aged 18 to 87, 95% of men and 87% of women said they had fantasized about sex with multiple partners. But among those who acted on it, LeMiller's research revealed that threesomes were also the fantasy that was least likely to turn out well, not least because all three individuals involved might have had very different expectations. Most people don't have a script for how threesomes should go, says LeMiller. It's very easy to think that this sounds like a great idea, but the reality is often very different from the way we used to picture it in our heads. Now, I would like to say, as y'all know, I like to take myself on personal experience, and yes, I have had threesomes. Um, they are a great experience if you're into something like that. To me, it's a lot of energy exchange. It's a lot of like, you know, everyone being involved, which is a really great thing if you're looking for variety in your life. 
if you're looking for varieties in your relationships, you know, adding another person might be the spark that you need to really bring that foundation. Again, as you know, this is Tantra with Tutu and Tantra is always about intention. So if your intention is to have a third party in your session, you have to make sure that everyone's on board. I know that, you know, some people think threesomes are really great, but sometimes threesomes either really end up being great for one or two people because somebody involved usually isn't you know isn't all the way satisfied or it's you know it's just a lot of work involved for some people it's a great sexual fantasy it's a great foreplay and it's 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 great for their sexual you know health and relationships and i think that's great for me personally i'm not doing a threesome um i have done threesomes but they're very exhausting um so you know it's it's, it's too much energy too many people it's exhausting i feel like i had to go to sleep you know i had to be home for days it was just a lot for me, but you know, that doesn't mean that it's not, you know, bomb for the next person. In a 2017 study, a U.S. study with a nationally re nationally representative sample of just over 2,000 people found that 18% of men and 10% of women recording having had a threesome in their lifetimes. Studies in the U.S. and Canada have established that about one person in every five has engaged in it in some form at some point in their lives, making it about as common as owning a cat. Can you believe that? That's how many people are having threesomes. Those who have not had a threesome may imagine it was a straightforward matter of multiplication. The connection and the sensation, I'm sorry, and sensation of sex between two people multiplied by 150%. Couples especially may regard the third party as auxiliary and add on to an augment of their pleasure. But this glosses over the vast potential for complexity. Beyond, you know, FFM or MMFM gender composition, the fact that I'm guessing that's it's female, male, or, you know, I'm guessing that these gender pronouns are barely spoken or speak, or I guess the fact that it speaks for itself from when the article, um, I, that's more of a breakdown, I'm guessing, for people who use pronouns and things like that i'm just assuming just because of the way the article was written which is nothing wrong with that too but i'm guessing that you know it doesn't matter if you're if i guess if you're sexually fluid it doesn't you know it just depends on your 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 preferences participants may also differ on how much prior discussion is desirable what is and what isn't out of bounds for them and whomever who is in the center of attention different people can be into threesomes for very different reasons um, in fact, the most common sexual fantasy may also be the most misunderstood. <laughs> it says here that at the uh, Coventry University uh, last year, which is Dr. Ryan Coase, and I'm assuming last year because this article was actually in 2017. So I'm assuming that, that in 2016 is when they had the information. Um, so in a published Understanding Threesomes, the first in-depth study on threesomes in 30 years. So, you know, there's there's real studies doing things on this because I told you sex is a, is a big game. We're, we're here to explore ourselves sexually. We're here to understand ourselves in a, in a whole different way and step out of our comfort zones if we need to, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about being comfortable with another person to me if you want a three-party session go for it but make sure that everyone involved is satisfied and again just like we spoke about on past episodes make sure that your intentions with your people are there like you know make sure that you're really you know understanding like hey this person this is what we're doing everyone's involved no one's left out because that's where, where it seems to go bad and we'll talk about that when we get into the pros and the cons 
Um, he had found that the motivations went far beyond straightforward novelty seeking from ticking, uh, ticking it off as a sexual bucket list to actually settling psychological debts. For example, by leveling the score with an unfaithful partner, one woman who had cheated on her husband in a threesome later repeated the experience with him as payback. It can be an absolute sex romp. There goes that word romp again, says Coates. It can be about power. It can be about fun and excitement. And it can be about alcohol. <laughs> it can be that it was just there and why not? And it can be all of these things and none of these things. All of this is your sexual preference. Um, we have to understand, like, why do people even want to have a third party involved? Like, why is a threesome a thing? Why are you not comfortable with just you and that partner? Is that something that you and your partner do? I know a lot of people who are in polyamorous relationships. I know people who swing. I know people who, you know, are in open relationships. That works for them. Even when the caveat that people are generally less likely to volunteer to talk about research, um, about their negative experiences, it's the biggest surprise was shocking of the diversity that he recorded. And maybe also that, what's the right word? The mundanity. So it's very mundane for many of these people. It just wasn't a really a big thing. Some study participants told Coates that they had gone with it primarily for someone else's benefit. Um, and for me, I would say that was kind of the reason as well. I, I actually didn't do the threesome because I wanted to, because I was interested on my own. It was actually, you know, something that I was introduced to do to from someone else and kind of like kind of went forward with it and did it because it, at, at first it was kind of fun. It was interesting to kind of be sexually liberated and sexually experience other things, but it, it wasn't my thing. And I think that really, you know, it's, it is for someone else's benefit. Um, a motivation, a motivation he termed to be sexual altruism. It might be that the partner had threesome fantasy that they didn't necessarily share, or they wanted to act in the same sex attraction within a mixed race, I'm sorry, mixed sex relationship, especially among women, which is very common, it says. On the darker side, it can also be a bargaining chip. Odds are your partner has a threesome fantasy. It could be that someone's getting some leverage in some type of the in some type of way in the relationship. Um, the thought may land awkwardly at a time when the person when I'm sorry, it may awkwardly at a time when the importance is clear and enthusiastic. Consent is increasingly and rightly being foregrounded in discussions of sex. When it's when it is suggested that the only sex anyone could should be having that they are enthusiastically seeking. There's a lot of coercion when it comes to group sex and women's participation, says Catherine Frank, and she is a cultural anthropologist and author of Plays Well in Groups, A Journey Through the World of Group Sex. If you think about threesomes between two gang members and one of the girls who hangs out with the gang, that threesomes could be just as much as affirming in a hierarchy among the men as it is anything to do with her. Um, some studies say that paint paint apparently uh paint a primarily a grim picture with women with women reporting feeling like they couldn't really say no or that it would be more awkward to back out than go ahead some male participants also expressed regrets particularly after having involved a friend so you know it's a lot of regret with threesomes i know that we get on this podcast and like i said we talk about the fun we talk about the we talk about the good things but we also talk about the reality of of sex and where it's going and the reality is you know threesomes can be very fun but is it fun for everyone are you you know I, again it's it's hard to be in a group setting where you have to participate everyone has to be involved you have to make sure that you're taking care of everyone just you know you know it's already you got to get your rocks off you got to help this person get their rocks off then you got to help another person get their rocks off it's quite a lot 
a lot of energy is exchanged. I guess for me, after I had those threesomes, I didn't want to do anything for the whole rest of the next day because it's a lot, you know, and I'll never forget. It's just, you know, it, it's just somebody's not getting the benefit, whether it's me or the other person, somebody's not getting the benefit. <clears throat> it says more often with the cases that he identified as altruistic, the less enthusiastic party had not been, not that that fussed rather than awkward, actively torn, they went through with the threesomes because they knew it would mean a lot to their partner. So they just really felt torn, should I do this or should I not? Um, because will he still date me? Will he still like me if I'm not giving him what he wants? And, and then, then you constantly kind of think about it to yourself, am I not good enough? Is that person not good enough that you want to add someone else to the group? You know, um, it goes like, uh, for more, Frank says it is common for one half of a couple to take one for the team more than the other. But doing that for your partner is not the same as coercion. In some cases, it could be that it's just there's an imbalance in desire. Plus, that imbalance often shifts over time. For example, a woman's initial reluctance to go to the erotic parties may change once she discovers how in demand she is there. Um, men being a dime a dozen for some of that reason, threesomes happen more often, you know, than for men than women, because, you know, men are more open to it and women are kind of, I guess, less or hesitant for it. It suggests that, the, um, suggests that if something, if it is something that you actively do not want to do, that if you feel like you're going to harm you in some type of way, then, then, then you probably should have a good reason not to do it. But if you think it's going to bounce off of you, it's not really going to affect you positively or ne negatively but someone else will enjoy it. Is that problematic? And it, you know, is that problematic? Is it, is it cool that you know that, that one person out of the group is going to get the pleasure and everyone else is just like, forget it. You're there for that one person's benefit because what if, the, what if those girls didn't really want to do it? You know, so, you know, you're kind of pushing yourself and putting yourself in a position to do these things that you don't really want to do. The truth is many threesomes are driven by desire for novelty. Young people, for younger people, um, it's the consumer sexuality view, um, to maximize their experience before settling down into a relationship. But La Miller's data shows that college students are actually the least likely to group to fantasize about threesomes. Instead, La Miller found interest in threesomes peaked at eight, uh, around age 40 and remains high for about the next 20 years before declining. Most of these people are in long-term monogamous relationships and they are looking for threesomes as a way of injecting novelty into their sex life, he says. So, you know, I guess as you get older and you've been more experienced, I guess, with sex or, you know, you, you get in an age bracket where you've kind of done a lot of things, so maybe incorporating someone wouldn't be bad because maybe and being more mature or in that age, you have more of an understanding that it is about sex. It's not more about relationships or letting people out. It's really about getting your rocks off because as we know, as women get older, their libido gets higher. So, you know, that's a thing. Um, and another thing it says here, opening up a monogamous relationship is often perceived as a threat to a long-term stability, either by reflecting a weakened commitment or by giving rise to jealousy. That can certainly be the case, says Frank. You can't control what happens with two people. What makes you think you can control what happens with three? People say you need to overcome your jealousy and that can sound really great when you are sober in the daylight, but a lot of sex is subconscious. 
And everyone needs to really understand that part. A lot of sex is subconscious. We go into sex thinking with certain expectations. And then sometimes we, you know, he don't heed those expectations because we want to please another person, which kind of puts our boundaries and what we want on the back burner. Again, this is not a shot at threesomes because, you know, threesomes are great. I've done them. Like when I was in my younger times, threesomes were fun. And maybe, you know, I don't know. But, you know, maybe later on in life, if I get older, I doubt it. I'm sorry. You know, as I said, it's our anniversary, so I I apologize. But, you know, it's 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 really here to let you know, you know, it's it can trigger you in some type of way because in some again, I think it just makes the other person feel someone feels lack thereof needed, lack thereof wanted. Why are we adding and incorporating people if that's not what we need to do? You know, in general, Frank cautions against having too many expectations of how threesomes might go, especially for the first time. The fantasy almost never lives up to the reality. Matt says his partner on arriving back at his house demonstrated some pretty amazing savvy by excusing herself to... I'm sorry. Matt says his partner arrives back at his house demonstrated some pretty amazing savvy by excusing herself to the bathroom specifically to give him and their friends some time alone together. She recognized in the moment that me and the other woman didn't build up some physical chemistry. It will become increasingly difficult to incorporate me later on. So, you know, if the people you trying to do a threesome with not rocking, how does that work? You know, because like I said, sometimes the idea is down for one person. Somebody had the idea. Most likely, you know, that person agreed because either they're really interested in the idea and they think it's going to work well. Some people have threesomes and they work out fine and that's their hobby, that's their sport, but there's still a lack there of, of attention because as people, we want attention, not even just, you know, physically on all types of attention, maybe not well-needed attention sometimes. Um. Also, it says he was surprised by jealousy, how... Uh, jealousy did and didn't manifest in the bedroom beforehand matt says he would have bet major money that some acts would have provoked his partner and he would have lost those who that thought relatively minor had an impact on necess um, necessitating a bit of in the moment care to make her feel valued again and afterwards the friend seemed a bit bummed out when there wasn't room for her to sleep over my bed was only a double says matt you know so th this this is a thing and, and for reasons who don't know, know the story, this is just a little story that I gave you in the article that's trying to give you to, to let you know how threesomes can go very wrong. How people want to be incorporated, there's no one to incorporate because the girls, they didn't have a sexual attraction to each other. And then when he kind of went back into his, the mode, I guess with his main girlfriend, you know, the other girl was upset because she couldn't be apart because they both had an attraction to the guy only, not to each other. <clears throat> Dr. Amy Moore is an assistant professor of psychology at Chapman University. Kenzie Fellow Research says her research has shown that people are practicing consensual non-monogamy are viewed negatively in just about every way, from their safe sex practices to their effectiveness as parents. Subsequent research found that people found polyamory often simplified as loving more than one person, marginally more palatable than arrangements allowing for sex without emotion. What we're finding is a robust stigma, but not stigma like women don't belong in the workplace or smoking's gross. It's like, this is morally bankrupt behavior, says Moore. No strings attached sex. That's where our sex negative culture gets the best of us. Like, how could you do that? And yet, at the same time, against this backdrop of moral panic, this is a 
a growing awareness that a monogamy is harder than most of us have been led to believe and maybe even entirely unrealistic. I have actually, to be honest, heard some girls, some women have come up to me and this is their preference and everybody has a preference, but she was like, I need more than one person. Some people are looking for polyamorous relationships. Some people are looking for third parties and maybe some people don't honestly subconsciously know because you're you're looking at it as you want to add someone, but really your subconscious is telling you that you want more than one person. Maybe some people are wired to be with more than one person. You know, and, and, and that's not a bad thing either. There's some major pros and cons on, you know, having sex. You get deeper bonds. Sexual exploration as a couple can be as much as bonding and exciting that accompanies it. Um, that, that accompanies it. Um, embarking on a sexual journey is together is ultimately the strength and connection you can get with your partner. As long as your conversation is judgment free and the lines of communication are wide open. The important things is again, t- intention, intention, intention. This is Tantra with Tutu. Let's talk about sex, but we are, let's talking about sex. Tantra with Tutu. We are being stern about our intentions. There are a lot of studies that show having new experiences and relationships can help people with, um, can help people in relationships create deeper bonds. Uh, Claire, a uh, Claire, a coach and founder of the Friend of a Friend Matchmaking, a significant part of what makes a menage a trois successful is laying all your cards on the table, including any hangups or insecurities. Um, deciding on the duration of the relationship with the third party, it's important as is discussing things like whether kissing, cuddling with the third is on the table. Also, in short, she adds, the more you open up and share with one another, the stronger the ties and the bond in, in many cases. A con, neglected feelings. We've talked about this. If you're feeling pressured or coerced into joining the threesome, it's time to step the brakes on the proceed with caution and especially in your feelings. Sexual needs are neglect, are sex, and your sexual needs are being neglected in favor of a more eager partner. Again, it's all of these articles are going back to let you know that it's more of a one person thing. It's more of one, somebody brought this idea, you know? Somebody wanted to incorporate this when we, like I said, and for some people, it's a great thing. It it builds stronger connections and some people, this is their thing. They do it. But in other cases, no, it's like, you know, it's okay to not be ready for a threesome. It's even harder to have one and then realize afterwards you were not ready, you know, take a good gut check individually and then then discuss your well-being as honestly and as straightforward as possible. If you're still uncertain of how this process and you, thought um if you're still uncertain of how your process will be on those thoughts and feelings before you even go into a threesome the conversation check in with yourself you know does this turn you on is this something that you necessarily feel that you want to embark on is this something that's not just totally not you like you're into you're into a lot of things sexually but this isn't on your list and that's okay you know it doesn't have to be on your list you can also check out books on non-monogamous sex and erotica porn to better assert how you feel. And that's, you know, sometimes it's just a, a matter of kink, guys. It's just a matter of kink. It's not always a matter of third parties. It's not always a matter of bringing other people in. Um, a pro, it can be empowering. Coming to the decision that you want to join a threesome can be very liberating and exciting at the moment in any relationship. At the end of the day, it's a new way to satisfy your sexual needs and while being in fully in control you know, of your situation and of your boundaries. When you've been fantasizing about it for years or it's relatively new fantasy, joining a threesome is simply because you want to be empowered, you know? Um, there's a lot of valid reasons to have a threesome, but I think it should boil down to some 
flavor of because I want to, says Claire here. Um, and that's the one who wrote the book, Friend of a Friend. She's, I'm sorry, she's from Friend of a Friend Matchmaking. <clears throat> Another con here is hurt feelings. I'm sorry. Um, sexual needs are met. That's another one. For some, introducing a third in the bedroom can be a fantasy that dates back to years. If you both, you and your partner are equally excited to take part and seek out sites and apps geared towards threesomes or consider a support group. There are groups that you can join, you know, to do find out who has the same interest as you. Um, let's see. Ultimately, engaging in a threesome, it should be about your sexual needs met. If but if the thought fills your head, then it's good at least to pause and reflect on the things versus suppressing them and solidar I'm sorry, soldiering on them. So, you know, if this is something that you've been pondering on and maybe thought about and maybe wanted to bring to your partner for a while, and maybe it's not out of disrespect, but to add, you know, something that a connection or empower you, of course, do that. A con, though, it can amplify relationship flaws. Threesome shouldn't be treated as a relationship salve. So if you're going through a rough patch, you know, and you are not careful, you could ultimately amplify and, you know, kill your relationship because, you know, you walked yourself into another one because the person, you know, wanted to add that person, but maybe they built another connection and your relationship with that person was failing anyway. So they built a bond with this person that you added in. So you basically just walked somebody into your relationship. It really depends on the type of dynamic of the couple because there's some people who might close down at the suggestion of introducing a third while others would invite it, Claire says. It's never wrong to have a conversation about it um, that exists outside of foreplay. And at that time, it is regular, relatively neutral. If your sex life is generally unhappy or one of both, you need to feel, um, if um, one of both where you feel undesired, a threesome is not going to help those feelings. You know, let's, variety. Who doesn't like that? That's a pro. You know, adding a little spice. You know, straightforward with ideas. Um, fantasies. Or fantasies that one isn't into, but the other might. It is also just a nice experience for something differently sexually. One study even suggests that sex is the key to a lasting relationship, specifically with regards to frequency and variety. Communicating your wants and your needs to your partner can wide can open doors to new experiences you and your own partner can enjoy. Although, and again, selfishness. A threesome is not only about you, it's about your partner. Also, being rude, to, being rude to your third party, being rude to the third party is a really big deal. A nice person who is willing to come and have sex with you and your partner should be treated with kind, uh, kindness and respect and given their desires as well. Nobody's just here to just have sex with you. Nobody's just here to just fuck you, not the man or you and your girlfriend. She should be or he should be welcomed and be and their desires should be met too. They should be able to be just as incorporated in the party. But that's what the problem is. Nobody want to incorporate threesomes you know it's 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 fantasy fulfillment you know which i really do love because like we talked about sexual fantasy on coitus and wonderland episode and sexual fantasy and fulfillment is a great way to you know have these um engagements with your partner many of us feel a little self-conscious about voicing our sexual fantasies including to our intimate partners the fear of being laughed at, teased, you know, joked or rejected for our ideas um, <clears throat> and our desires. You know, it's paramount in the decision to not to, to speak up in the bedroom, because if we don't speak about what we speak up about what we want and what we like, how will someone else know and how will we be pleased? How will we have to verbalize what we want in these things? I really um, 
I really found didn't find a lot of information about threesomes in the way of as far as sexual as far as sexual reconnection, but there was a lot of great things about understanding in the in that first article, The Guardian, because it's a lot of psychology around why people even want to do threesomes. Like I said, we're talking about, you know, sexual health, sexual wellness, sexual reproductive health. We're doing, you know, raw and uncensored. But let's let's be clear about why we're doing this. You know, um, I like I said, I didn't like threesomes, but I'm willing to try a lot of things. I do want to tell you guys that I thank you for all the support of people who have been listening to um, Tantra with Tutu. Thank you for all the people that's in different type, different countries. I'm so thankful for your support. I'm thankful for you rocking with me into this point. Um, I want to stay as consistent as possible. The only thing is I do want to give a small disclaimer is I might not be able to put an episode next week up, guys. So it will be the following week, which will be in May. Um, I want to take this time and you, as you guys know, I kept it kind of short and sweet today, but I really wanted to make sure that you guys got an episode and I really wanted to make sure you guys got the information and, um, I really wanted to, you know, be per, um, consistent and, you know, be persistent with what I'm doing. Um, another thing is another thing. This article said that I thought was cute. 12, 12 reasons you should have a threesome. It's naughty. You know, while nobody should feel obliged to participate in acts of sexual deviancy, they don't want you not to. There is something deliciously naughty and forbidden about a menage a trois, and it feels good to be bad once in a while. Life's too short, and you don't want to regret things you don't do. Many hands make light work. Anyone who has indulged in group sex will tell you that the extra body in the bedroom will lead to sensory discoveries you never thought possible. Variety is the spice of life. It is widely believed that the additional people in the bedroom can be a recipe for disaster when it comes to relationships. However, the opposite can be just as true. So as long as you're in a solid relationship, the threesome is consenting and boundaries understood, there is no reason why occasional playmate can enhance a couple's sex life. Or you could stick to missionary in the bedroom for the next 10 years. <laughs> no, we're going to kill that dream. Five, you can take a break. And not have to worry about how loud you are weighing in the in-suite because the chances are your bedroom buddies are a little bit preoccupied. Wank bank material. Because who doesn't have a list of top five fantasies? <laughs> Sexual bonds and adult secrets. Oh, go on. You so we want to know so much more. That's what the, uh, the, uh, the article says. I really like when people like add little like ad libs to it. It's a reality check. The, uh Thanks to uh, things like face tunes, filters, and endless airbrushing, most people believe that they are dramatically less polished and well uh, slash well turned out than their peers. Watching other people have sex close up without an edit means that you'll realize that hold the front page other women have ingrowns too. <laughs> I like to try to add little tidbits, but no, seriously. You'll learn to multitask. It's a bit of a laugh. You'll push your boundaries and it's something to tell your grandchildren or not. So tonight, you guys, I thank you for rocking with me. It was kind of a short episode tonight. We didn't have a lot of information. But as you guys know, I always leave you with my Tantra tip of the day because who doesn't like Tantra? Who doesn't like Tantra tips? Okay. Our Tantra tip of the day comes from, which book? I'm sorry, guys. Timesofindia.com. Yeah, I know I love that. It is. When you are on the same page of trying something new and exciting in your sex life, 
it feels very satisfying. You feel in control of the situation where new boundaries are set in advance. Some people even fantasize about it for years. And when you, when it actually is happening for you, you're getting what you wanted and you are filled empowered. I hope you guys are having a wonderful night. I hope you are getting your sexual needs met. I hope you're having threesomes and I hope you're actually picking these things carefully. As again, we will be skipping um, next week only because I have a ceremony that I have to do and I will not be able to, um, you know, be here the week and up in the week leading up is just going to be so hectic. So thank you guys. And I just, you know, hopefully you guys are sharing this podcast, getting your sexual needs met. Um, you know, I just, I, I, I'm thankful, you know, I'm sorry that the, the tonight's episode was not as long and I hope that we got some really good information. It was a lot of like serious psychological information up there, but I love you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful night. I will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Please share. Please follow me at T-A-N-T-R-I-C-T-U-2, Tantric22 on Instagram. And, you know, have a great night. And again, this is Let's Talk About Sex, Tantra with Tutu.